Oh, I'm a spooky slender man. Would you like a Pepsi? Welcome to the second best show. My name is Bobby Downey, and today we'll be discussing the second best cryptid. I'm joined by my second best co-host, Sam Cohen. Hello. And Ori Aviv. Hello. Let's get into it. And remember, look up, stay alive. I finished the Marvel What If series. Oh, what'd you think? I, uh... Capsule review, go. I give it 6.5 out of 10 Captain America shields. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, there were some better episodes. Uh, I liked the way it all wrapped up. I thought it was exciting. Um, but, uh, getting there was, um... It was touch and go. Yeah. 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 How it ended kind of got me back into it, and I appreciated it. Uh, mm-hmm. so no spoilers, but yeah, I did appreciate how it ended. Yeah, so it got better. I, I still think that I don't, and I have this issue with like other Marvel content, especially games, where it's a little bit of an uncanny valley when they try to capture the likeness of the actors from the MCU in something else. It just It just takes me out of it. The actors from the MCU that voice their characters for what if. Um, some of them do not have experience with voice acting is what I'll say. Yes. Some of them felt very video game voice actor level mm-hmm. performances. I, I, I'm looking at you, Sebastian Stan. Um, <laughs> he sounded, what did he sound like? He sounded like he was waiting for a flight. Like, like he, you know what I mean? Like he, he couldn't care less. Like he didn't know where he was. He was just reading mm-hmm. things without cues without context, without anything. The the real offender for me was Benicio del Toro when he was doing the collector. Oh, yeah. Just just um, lines that can be pulled off when you're doing live action and that when you're doing animation and a voiceover, uh, like some of it was actually inaudible. Yeah, I think there was some performances that were <laughs> not the same actor who did a better job as that character than he did as his own <laughs> character from the mcu i don't know how yes also uh ori and bobby on your suggestion i started watching uh what we do in the shadows the tv show i started at s1 e1 yes nice and uh it's very enjoyable and i'm loving it so you guys can look forward to references to shit that you saw two years ago i'm into it now did you you started with did you start yeah, one, I, or did you I, jump I, around I, sam I, I, sam <laughs> <laughs> Scout's honor. I started at S1E1 and I'm going in, in, in order. Well, that's great. Welcome to. Yeah. Welcome to 2019, right? Yeah. All right. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so uh, continuing our theme for spooky month, uh, we are talking about the second best cryptid, which is very exciting. Is that like a puzzle or something? Yeah. Sam, explain to me. What is a cryptid? Um, it's, uh, it's like an animal that, um, people say exists, but, uh, it doesn't actually like, there's no real proof that it exists yet. Cryptids don't have to be supernatural. They don't have to be magic. They don't have to be like, uh, aliens or, or paranormal or anything. You know, there, there's, there's things that make a cryptid. So it's like 
They're always killing livestock. Uh, there's usually like the beak of a chicken with the chest of an ape and the wings of a falcon. And, uh, you know, those descriptions get crazier and crazier over time. Okay. Okay. Cryptids are big. Cryptids are big over here. We're big fans of cryptids in this house. I can imagine just like crazy kid drawings come to life. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like mother nature playing a game of like, what if, but like, what if this falcon had, had like the head of a fox? Just fucking throw it out there. I don't care. Just, just let's see what happens. What if there was a dude, but he bled through his eyes. Cryptid. Cryptid. Oh, blood eyes, dude. <laughs> I love that, guy. <laughs> that sounds like a, that definitely sounds like a cryptid from like the valley. Let's get into it, guys. Gentlemen, what's our lockout? Our disqualified uh, number one. We were all in agreement on this. Prince. (laughs) Known cryptid. Our disqualified number one was Bigfoot, the Yeti. I mean, there's an entire state that's like, is centered around Bigfoot. Governor. (laughs) Noted governor of Oregon, Mr. Bigfoot himself. (laughs) So Bigfoot, we're locking it out. It's obviously number one. It's obviously best in class. So now, that being said, round one, matchup one, the dreaded drop bears versus the beast of Bodmin Moor. All right. Can I tell you guys about drop bears? Please. Let's travel to Australia. Um, Drop bears are, they're basically a version of the koala that's like predatory and menacing and carnivorous. Um, As far as I can tell, it's mostly designed by Australians just to scare tourists. In fact, there's a slogan that they tell you uh, in Australia, which is look up, comma, stay alive. Look up, stay alive. This is, it's basically, you know, it's a, it's a koala, but it's like a, like a. Well, hold up, hold up. That, isn't it, there's a movie called Drop coming out in 2021 that is about this. That, I'm not is, making yes. this up. Yeah. But that should yeah. be their tagline. And if it's not their tagline, then oof, yeah, they missed a good opportunity there. I mean, yeah, it's like it's a koala and it lurks in high places like up in trees and it just lies in wait for a fresh meal to walk by. And then they drop from their perch and go in for the kill. It's a it's a drop bear. <laughs> Are you scared yet? <laughs> it's frankly, it sounds adorable. Yeah, it sounds like a grisly, adorable death. <laughs> Obviously, there's never any proof that it existed. Um Paleontologists found bones that resembled what a drop bear supposedly looks like, uh, but that's from millions of years ago. So maybe there was a drop bear at some point, but not today. Is the existence of a drop bear going to stop you from visiting Australia? No, I think there's just a a laundry list of other things that should probably concern you about (laughs) visiting Australia and and its wildlife. Giant spiders. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, Then mythical drop bears. I heard that if you're a tourist, they might try to scare you with the whole drop bear thing. And they say that um, to avoid the drop bears, um, you must speak in an Australian accent. That's that's something that they'll actually like say <laughs> oh, to no. you as a tourist. Oh, no. Um, so they're carnivorous and xenophobic? <laughs> the drop bears? No, no, no. The dro- it's yeah. not the drop bears that'll make you do it. <laughs> Who would voice a drop bear in a animated um, cartoon or or horror movie in which the drop bear? Sam Elliott. Ooh. Do you think they yell something like as they're dropping? Bonzer. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering which one of us was going to be the first to attempt an Australian accent. 
Bonza. <laughs> Australian accent has to be my favorite accent. With all due respect. With all due respect. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm kind of picturing like a like a cute little koala, right? And it's like high up in a in a tree. It puts on its uh its little like parachute backpack, um, and then it puts on its goggles, and it just says like for love of country, and then like spreads its arms out and like jumps. <laughs> Look, if they existed, Steve Irwin would have tackled one. Yeah, he would have dropped on that bear. Yeah, <laughs> they t- they tell you to watch out for drop Steves. Steve Irwin's dropping everywhere. All right. Um, let me tell you about the Beast of uh, Bodmin Moor, um, and then uh, we'll, we'll decide who's freakier. It's the Beast of Bodmin Moor. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the Beast of Bodmin Moor. So Bodmin Moor is in Cornwall, England. Um, a moor specifically is like a vast, uncultivated hill land. It's like grasslands that has, you know, low-growing vegetation and rolling hills. Um, it's big in, in fiction. It's in a lot of... Um, um, so the beast, himself, the beast itself, is an oversized panther-type cat. Kind of stalks around Bodmin Moor. Um, kills livestock. There's, all, there, you know, there's always livestock that's being killed. They gotta eat. They gotta eat. Yeah. Um, so here's why, here's how it becomes, uh, kind of freaky. Um, so this mythical cat, uh, was apparently walking around killing livestock. The ministry of agriculture, fisheries, and food did an actual, like they did an official investigation in 1995. They found that there was no verifiable evidence of any exotic cats loose in Britain. And that this mauled farm animal must've been mauled by, you know, a dog or, or, something that lives in the area. So they did that. They announced it. They published the report. Less than a week later, a boy discovered in the river Fowey a large cat skull that had no lower jaw, but had two very sharp canines. So that happens. And everybody's like, well, the government just said there's no cats here. And so this shows up and everybody lost their damn mind. The second half of that story is that it was examined by the Natural History Museum in London and found that it was a panther but it didn't die in England and it was killed in a way that suggested it was just used for a carpet. <laughs> but you don't hear that, that second half of the story. Oh, God. <laughs> you just, you just hear about the skull. And I just, right. I mean, twist. <laughs> twist. It's a carpet. Twist. It's a carpet. Uh, was it dropped from an air? How did it get there? Was that the mystery? I bet you somebody had that skull and was like, <laughs> shit, honey, we got to get rid of all of our, animal skulls they're on to us Throw, dunks it in river <laughs> dump them in the river takes off i heart panther skulls t-shirt <laughs> um there <laughs> there's some um uh really really shitty videos and really shitty photos of of this supposed you don't say yeah, yeah shockingly a lot of these they uh, all have the worst the worst evidence yes yeah they're resistant to cameras and video can I can I can I tell you my favorite quote from an article about the Beast of Bonman Moor? Please. A farmer whose name, I swear to God, is John Goodenough <laughs> blamed it for losing um just like basically all of his livestock. And he was quoted as saying at the time, You'll know when the beast's there, there'll be no rabbits or foxes, and the birds will stop singing. That's the call for caution. How was it? I, that was great. Was all right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't think that's the first time he said that. I don't think so either. I think that's it, but it's a pretty good line. 
and it makes me scared of the beast. I'm sure he says that about a lot of things. <laughs> How do you know when the milk's gone bad? You'll know when the beast's there. There'll be no rabbits or foxes, and the birds will stop singing. That's the call for caution. Everyone's rolling their eyes. It's old man good enough. It's old man good enough. <laughs> I'm enough. His, uh, yeah, that's a um, good enough. That's like a German descent, right? Mm-hmm. God enough. God enough. It's actually, it's actually spelled like the words good enough just mashed together. Just wrote it down like good enough. If you're, if you're going to come up with your own last name and you have the, uh, you have other options like best or awesome or great. Like you could be John great. You could be John best and you choose good enough. Well, best John got there first. So (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, John oh, good enough. Best. Yeah, John, he's second the best. best. Yeah, there, John Goodenough uh, is our mascot, essentially. All right, guys, you got Drop Bears, you got Beast of Bodman Moor. Which one's freakier? Is there is this a contest? I mean, I I just the name Drop Bears just doesn't do them a, any sort of freaky service. And Beast of Bodman Moor sounds pretty. That it sounds badass. It yeah, sounds pretty it badass. Sounds badass. It could go up against Black Phillip. It's a cool name. It's good marketing. Uh, the SEO on that, it's probably yeah, excellent <laughs> probably branding. Pretty good, excellent branding. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like it's just another big cat. Um, I think the idea of a carnivorous bear mm-hmm. attacking from the sky. Look up, stay alive. Look up, stay alive, stay alive. <laughs> is scarier. It's freakier to me. It's pretty scary, especially if you consider that, like, a pack of them. Yeah. Like, if a murder of drop bears mm. asshat you and immediately start devouring you. Yeah, that's that's freakier to me. I think I think it's uh, I think it's drop bears for me. I disagree with both of you. Beast of Bodmin Moor gets my vote. The beast, although it does have it does have an incredible name. Um but I feel like it's just one, and it's just like one old bear, one old panther <laughs> stalking okay. livestock. Oh, why you in guys? The countryside. Oh, I. It's just like one old cat. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Those drop bears are bloodthirsty, man. I do have advice for you, though. If you are attacked by a drop bear, is do not throw it out of your sight line. That's right. They're tiny, three feet tall. But here's the thing. Ah, fuck it. It just sounds like something that like lands on you and then is like clinging onto you with like a little like okay. razor sharp claws and then like taking like big bites of your like mm-hmm. ear off and whatever and like and then more grab on you and then uh, a pack of these things are dropping on you and devouring you. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe you get one off of you. Maybe you kick yeah. one, you know, um, mm-hmm. but uh, the others are still there. You guys, uh, I'm noticing a trend here between this and the last episode. Do you, you guys have a, a fear of small things attacking you? Yeah. Yeah. You will take, you, you, have, you have a greater fear of small things attacking you than a fear of <laughs> sharks. Well, see. Uh, a fear of, um, <laughs> like, Freddy Krueger. Like, you would, take, you would take Freddy Krueger over a small thing attacking you, which boggles my mind. The world is upside down, and Drop Bears takes it. Takes it. Takes it. I think it would be a drop bear for Halloween. <laughs> that, well, I was just going to say, you better wear some like comfortable shoes and some orthopedic socks. You're just going to be breaking your ankles. 
I keep falling off my roof. Yeah. Trying to scare children. Ah, son of a bitch. Look, it's a drop bat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the thing that only works once. <laughs> Are you going to get back up there? Second matchup. What do we got? Second matchup is Mothman versus the Chupacabra, the Goat Sucker. Mothman. What do you guys know about Mothman? I think he's. I think he was my dentist when I was growing up. <laughs> Mothman. Yeah, Mothman. D- David Mothman. Doc. Doctor Mothman. Yeah. I know it was a bad movie. It was an okay movie. I know that he's uh, suspected to be involved in the nine <laughs> eleven attacks. That is true. Yeah. In my research today, I ran across a very poorly photoshopped picture of the Mothman. Seemingly flying away from the twin towers. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, and there was, and there was pictures of like <laughs> possible. There were pictures of possible sightings of Mothman, and and under one picture it's like possible, and then on, on the other one was a sample of like Photoshop, you know, pictures, and the Photoshop one was like a picture of the you know the sky, and just like this huge Batman. It's like that is <laughs> yes, you don't say. You don't say that that was photoshopped. Well, let me take you back to West Virginia, 1966. Um, There's really not much of like a history here. Um, There was like a town, Point Pleasant, um, West Virginia. um, In the late 60s, there were, I think the first sighting was from, um, they they were grave digging. They were digging a grave and they look up and they see the Mothman. Freaks them out. They tell people nobody believes them. The second sighting is um, it's uh, two couples. They're in a car. They're going through um, a part of West Virginia that's kind of been like damned by like poisonous gas, basically. Um, And they see Mothman. They tell everybody nobody believes them. They see it a second time and they tell everybody and it becomes like this whole big thing. The Mothman itself is like not really moth-like at all. Like it's a human, it's a humanoid. It's got wings. It's kind of looks more like a, like a, looks more like an owl person. And uh, yes, you were right. There was a book than a movie called Mothman Prophecies, which I slept through. I think this is the, <laughs> the infamous Sam waking up in the middle of the movie <laughs> and just like screams and just looks shitting around. Shitting my pants. Yeah, shitting your yeah. pants. And then, yeah. And then you just go back to sleep. Went right back to sleep. And yeah, you guys are right. Like it's a, he's like supposedly seen in like Chicago and like before some major um, like disaster of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. He's like a precursor, um, precursor to some sort of like a. He's just like the Forrest Gump of disasters. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, what if he's from the future and he's just here to like warn us of the disasters? Oh, he's like, I keep on trying to tell these ungrateful sons of bitches about these things. Nobody believes me. They just scream at me. If I wasn't a mothman, they would just listen. In hindsight, the moth, (laughs) Noom de Plume, was a little... (laughs) The moth was a bad call. (laughs) Are you going to use that lantern? (laughs) I smashed my face on it. (laughs) By daytime, he's just a mild-mannered like dentist, and by night, you know, at night, <laughs> at night, he just flies around and you know, yeah, yeah, smashes his head into <laughs> into lanterns and Doctor Doctor Moth and Mister Man. 
No, no, no. I don't want to. <laughs> Dr. Man and Mr. Moth. But yes, the, the, the periodontist, Dr. Mothman. Yeah, yeah. You know what's going to kill you? Heart disease. <laughs> There's a prophecy for you. <laughs> Uh, I feel like the, this round's got two big heavy hitters. Wait, oh, who's yeah, the who yeah. is he up against? Who is he up against? Oh, he he's up against uh, Chupacabra. Um, and like Bobby said, it's the goat sucker. Put some respect on his name. It's El Chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more more killing of livestock. There's always livestock that's that's being killed. Gotta eat. Um. It, so okay, so the Chupacabra. It's kind of like a. It it looks like a feral dog. It looks like kind of like a bizarre wild dog breed it's got no hair it's got like the crazy big teeth and eyes spine that's kind of like popping out of his back yeah mostly in like the southwest u.s it's it's in mexico and puerto rico um all the pictures of chupacabra i swear to god they look legit like they like i i look at pictures of the chupacabra and i'm like this (laughs) i could see this coming down my street there's another form of the chupacabra, which is like the reptile form. Kind of looks like a kangaroo, and it can jump like 20 <laughs> feet. Um, but that's less common. That's his final form. <laughs> that's his final form. I think what we're really talking about when people think of a chupacabra is the you know the crazy wild dog. Uh, so all right, Mothman and, and chupacabra. Um, I think chupacabra is for gear. Mothman does nothing for me. Uh, I I think this is where I decouple from the Sam train. <laughs> I feel like we've been drift compatible for a while, Sam. It's about time. It's about time. Uh, I think the Mothman is scarier than the Chupacabra. I don't know, like a giant flying insect man who <laughs> who is there to herald the end times. Yeah. Um, uh, is a little freakier to me. Am I all voted? Is, it, is, is that it? Mothman! Thanks. Do the Mothman. Since Chupacabra won't be advancing to the next round, can I tell you my favorite thing about Chupacabra? Sure. That in Texas in 2010, there was an animal that was shot and killed that was allegedly a Chupacabra. They took it to Texas A&M, and they conducted tests on it and found it to be a coyote dog hybrid with mange and internal parasites. Chupacabra's real, y'all. Hmm. Mange is like a skin condition, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I would say since since Chupacabra is not going to make it to the next round, that I I think that out of so far out of all these, I think it would have been the most um, likely to be to exist in real life. Yeah. It was a coyote dog hybrid. The Chupa Dogbra. The Chupa Dogbra. Yeah. Okay, next up, we have third matchup, round one. Who's freakier? The Slenderman. Nope. Or the Skunk Ape. Like Molt Slenderman? Is that like Mothman? Slenderman. <laughs> the, the, the Huntington Beach Slendermans, yes. <laughs> he just points you where you need to go. Just get on the 210. <laughs> So I, I have to take uh this is official second best show umbrage. <laughs> Bobby pulls the umbrage card. What kind of creature do you think he is? So that's the thing about Slenderman is that he can be whatever you want him to be. His background is so empty that he's like a canvas that you could put whatever you want to on him. Slenderman, go ahead. Tell us more about the Slenderman. I mean, do I need to I, I can I can give you I can give you some some history, but I feel like I feel like we know. Slenderman. Um, I think I, I think out of all these, Slenderman is the most recent. 
right? The most contemporary. He's the most recent. Yes, he's from 2009. It was a creepypasta thread on something on the Something Awful forums. Um, it was like a Photoshop contest. Um, and one of the entries was like, there was like two, two photos of Slenderman and like kids in the picture or kids in the photos. Um, and like from there, just kind of like took off like wildfire. <laughs> what a shitty origin story. I know. I know. And well, th- and that's the thing. It's like, it's like digital folklore, right? It's like just a meme. Like it's literally a meme. Yeah. It does resonate. Yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly, and and I think it resonates because of because of the fact that he doesn't really have a history. Like, there's no you can you can slap whatever you want to on Slenderman. Yeah, I think also like the ubiquity of you know things like Photoshop and mm-hmm. um those advanced like imaging tools, right? Like you can quickly create this like mythos and have these visual references, right? To like agree on kind of what this thing looks like and behaves like, you and know, like there's a lot of influence that could be taken from it. And like, especially like practically speaking, like it's a very nondescript, like it's not a very detailed thing, right? Like the whole point is that it's kind of like a, it's a blank face, like a blank expression. There's not much there to work with. So like, it's all very in the background and, and harrowing or, you know, and kind of, kind of, freaky if you're looking at it i think it's almost yeah you you almost uh it's almost like you said like a blank slate you kind of every person can kind of project their own fear onto it yeah and and he does have this thing with like children and stalking right like he's always kind of in the background right um do you guys remember the two 13 year olds that uh yeah yeah yep Mm -hmm. um they wanted to become proxies for Slenderman. Yes, and uh, there was one of them also said that she talked to Lord Voldemort and one of the Ninja Turtles. So who flipped? Who flipped? <laughs> it was Mikey, wasn't it? It's God damn it, Mikey. Yeah, which one of you narked? No, it was Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo's the narc. Leonardo's fall from grace. Would you guys say that this kind of like set off like a little bit of a moral panic? Like it was like video games or music all over again. It was like the you know internet culture is ruining our children. Yeah, it was already there. I just think it was another, you know, yeah, another drop in the bucket. Um, although I will say, um, in the, in the mob's defense, I don't think anyone's been stabbed over the chupacabra. <laughs> um, the video series Marble Hornets that was based off of this uh, was turned into a movie starring Doug Jones because it's always Doug Jones. It's always Doug Jones. He was yeah. Doug Jones uh, has been. Um, he was the, the he's the monster in everything. He's the monster. Yeah, he's the fish man in uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fishman, the movie that just won the all the Oscars. Um, he was the other fish man in Hellboy. He was terrifying in um, Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Oh yeah. Call back. I think he's also in What We Do in the Shadows, isn't he? Oh, is he the Baron? Yeah. Yes, he's the yeah. Baron. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So Slenderman. Back to Slenderman. So he's a. a, a, a Looks like a G-Man wears a suit. Yeah. Faceless, shapeless being, sometimes tentacle, sometimes no. Very tall. Not a cryptid. Could be a cryptid. Usually starts by calling you about your car's extended warranty. Uh, would you say he is uh, kind of Lovecraftian a little bit? Yeah, I'd say if you want to take like a modern spin and maybe something that's some like yeah. ancient eldritch horror, like yeah. reflecting the modern world on itself to make you more susceptible to it. Sure. Most importantly, 
the Enderman in Minecraft is modeled yes. after a Slenderman. And to great effect. But its competitor, uh, look, Slenderman's new. He's new on the scene. He's a rookie. Right. Uh, out of all these other creatures and things, he had a really strong, you know, first season, but I think. Oh, he's rookie of the year. If nothing else, he's rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, but then, uh, but in actuality, he had a lot of hype, but like he shouldn't have been that high in the draft. Mm-hmm. Now he's like. He went, he, he went too fast, <laughs> too fast, too soon. Mm-hmm. So he is going up against the skunk ape. <laughs> Let's all put on our masks and go to Florida. Um, the skunk ape is basically Florida's version of Bigfoot. It's big. It's hairy. It's it, it lives in a swamp. It's basically like a wannabe swamp Bigfoot. Um, it's called skunk ape because it smells like it smells really bad. Um, and it lives in Florida swamps. That's really the long and short of it. The most Florida thing about this entire story um, is that... <laughs> It stole a jet ski and tried to make it to Cuba. <laughs> in the in the uh, in the late 1970s, there were so many quote unquote sightings of the skunk ape that there was a bill that was introduced. It didn't pass, but it was introduced in Florida that made it illegal to quote harm or harass anthropoids or humanoid animals. Hey, so something good came out of it. So it's stinky little foot. Yes, yeah. Nothing about this is is freaky. <laughs> so Slender Man. I think Slenderman. I think Slenderman can kind of quickly dispatch with Skunk Ape. I think so too. And Skunk Ape lives amongst the Florida mutants. So you mean Miami? <laughs> I was thinking Mar-a-Lago. No, Skunk Ape drives the Bang Bus. <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 what they call. That's the guy's nickname, right? Like the, the just that's his nickname. <laughs> It's not actually a Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Slenderman takes it. Slenderman's got to take it. But if it was a bunch of skunk apes, you guys would think that's freakier, right? What is freakier, a bunch of Slendermans or a bunch of skunk apes? Like a weekend at Slendermans or like a Slenderman? Yeah, like a family reunion? Exactly. The Long Beach Slendermans are having a family reunion. We invited the Mothmans, but we don't think they're going to make it. <laughs> it takes a long time to get from West Virginia. Well, no, they moved to Long Island. <laughs> so Slenderman is wearing a suit. What, what's his job? What is, what is Slenderman's job, do you think? Or maybe he's just really into ska, and that's why he's wearing the suit. No one's into ska. It's, it's 2009. <laughs> no one's into ska. That's even more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Slender man skanking outside my window. <laughs> Slender man takes it. Next up, what do we got? Uh, I think it's two titans who are about to clash. It is the Loch Ness monster. Nessie, if you're nasty, versus the Jersey Devil. Loch Ness monster needs no introduction. It's the 20 foot long, rubbery, gray, black skin. Like your basic. Garden variety serpentine body. It's a um, pole in sea a lake. Serpent. It's debris. <laughs> Long neck. It's debris in a lake. Humps along the back. Could it be a plesiosaur? A sauropod, maybe? Mysteriously transported to modern day? It's a pole in a lake. Here's the problem with, with Loch Ness that I have. I'm just jumping right into it. Yeah. First, first reported sighting was in 565. Last seen reporting was in 2018. So we have to play a game called Where's Your Mom? 
because unless this one creature is living for 2000 years for 1500 years, um, there's some breeding going on in that lake, in that Loch Ness. Um, so there's not just one of them. There's got to be a whole community of Loch Ness monsters. That evade all mm-hmm. video and photography. Yep. Maybe it's like just like a it survived that long. It's like a massive tardigrade or something. Mm. Water bear, not related to drop bears. For Nessie... They have a tougher hill to climb here because their mythos is not really surround like like doesn't encompass like uh livestock murder or you know it's not gonna hunt you down and kill you or eat you. That's it's true. just sort of it's going to elude you and um, You can't catch me. Make you wonder what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the Jersey Devil. I I I wanna know how freaked out I should be. Jersey Devil. I'm gonna transport there's a lot of transporting going on this episode. Um, But I'm going to transport you again. Um, All right. We're back in 1735. We're in the Pine Barrens of Southern New Jersey. And I'm going to tell you guys a story. Um, So there was a woman who was known as Mother Leeds. She's giving birth to her 13th child. So she she has 12 children. And this is her 13th. Damn, lady. Uh, She's not having... (laughs) <laughs> she's not having a good uh, pregnancy. Her husband's an alcoholic. So she's reaching the point of just absolute exasperation. Um, and uh, she raises her hands to the heavens. And she proclaims, let this one be a devil. And that, and, uh, and then after that, so that happens. And then after that, the child was born a few months early, normal body, normal little kid, little baby. Um, but then after a few minutes after birth, it transforms from a baby into a gigantic, disgusting beast because she cursed it to be the devil. This is the description from the tale. Um, a bipedal kangaroo-like creature with a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, legs with cloven hooves, and a forked tail. This is really like a, a, like a Frankenstein of a, of a beast. It moves quickly and is often described as emitting a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream. That is the Jersey Devil. No photos, no evidence, no bones, nothing. It's just been showing up every couple of years since 1735 in, in southern New Jersey. Yeah, and I love it. In Jersey. Yeah, in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, Bobby, you're right. The New Jersey Devils, which are a just-all-right hockey team named after it. Big hockey fan, Sam? Yeah, huge, huge. Yeah. <laughs> in 2015, someone did uh, claim to photograph it. I looked at the photo and I will put it in show notes. It looks like a damn pinata. It is like not convincing at all. It's it looks like a little tiny like rocking horse with with uh, wings stapled onto it. It's the Jersey Burville. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, uh, just like Loch Ness, no actual proof that it exists. Shocker. But it has killed more than the Loch Ness, the Nessie. Yes. It's got to be Jersey Devil. There's just nothing freaky about the Loch Ness Monster. It's the Jersey Devil. It's the Jersey Devil. Like, I want to, like, ride on the yeah, Loch Ness totally. Monster on, like, a magical adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want Loch Ness Monster to, like, tell me something, like, teach me something about myself. To the yeah. moon, Nessie! Jersey Devil! Dex! That's round one, everyone. We said goodbye to some cryptids. In in memoriam. <laughs> and all says.
the memories be my sunshine. East of Bodmanmoor. It's so hard. Chupacabra. To say goodbye. Skunk ape. To yesterday. Hawk nest monster. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> um, all right. So round one's in the books. Before we get to round two, we've got to go back to our uh, feedback and corrections. So, Sam, you mentioned corrections, feedback, um, and I think that I'm going to throw it to you because I think you've got you've got one that that you recently. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We got a note uh, from someone who was listening to episode three, um, the fast second best fast food episode, um, and I quote: "I don't know if it's intentional, but Sam and his friends do sound loaded." End quote. <laughs> um. This is a clean, I'd go on the record and say this is a clean show. Uh, what is the official stance? The second best show would like to make an official stance is that we uh, have, that whilst recording, uh, we we do not partake. Uh, we are completely sober and clear-minded. We have to be. I mean, we're making important decisions here. Yeah. There's important business to be done yeah, there's po- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the after show. You gotta you gotta join the Patreon that's right, for that. That's, yeah, yeah. If you want the blasted aftercast, uh, let's see, Ori, do you have any feedback uh, to bring to the table? So I did. Yeah, I did get um, some uh, spirited feedback uh, on our last episode, which was the um, uh, second best uh, hor- horror movie, right? Horror movie villain. So so the um, the the feedback that I got was specifically around our. Um, or host versus monster, which was uh, the uh, ghost face killer from the Scream series, um, and the uh, the sh- uh, the shark from uh, from Jaws. There was, uh, I think, you guys both went with you'd you'd prefer to fight Bruce the shark from Jaws as as mm-hmm. opposed to fighting Ghostface Killer. And the feedback I got that you guys were crazy. In fact, there was an interesting thought exercise. Um, that was mm. yeah check this out so if you are on so you're in a boat a little boat a little, a little boat. boat a little boat and you're in the ocean and uh jaws uh is circling you right you see the fin he's circling you know he's there and uh, in that boat is it, you are sitting in the boat and uh across from you is the ghost face killer now do you fight the ghost face killer would you rat or do you jump in the water to get away from the ghost face killer, only having to fight off the shark. Right. I think that's a, So when you put it that way, does that change? We can rehash this for just a moment. If you'll allow me, does that change <laughs> your mind? Well, no, because I think it changes it because you're, you, you're then fighting Bruce, the shark, uh, in its domain on its turf. You no longer have a little boat, so you're you're SOL. Like you're you're just you're done for sure. So I think in that scenario, you have to say yes to because the, the boat is your either your means of escape or your means of killing the shark, like with your harpoon or dynamite or you know chupacabra <laughs> uh, that you have on the boat to help you. You can stay on the boat and fight. Uh, you can stay on the boat if you feel like you can take a ghost face killer. Um, 
uh, which I, you guys said you could. And that so then you're on the boat, and then you can um, deal with the shark mm-hmm. later. I, I, I stay on the boat. I can take Ghostface, and I'll tell you why. Wait, 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 wait. You said, I'm going to stop you right there, because that's you said you could take the shark. I could, I could take the shark and I could take Ghostface. One, two, punch. I'll say, I'll say, hey, who wants it first? I could, I could take Ghostface, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because he's in a cloak and a mask, and if you've ever seen anybody try and like swim while they're wearing a cloak and boots and a mask, that he's 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 just going down. He's going he's he's going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. So in this scenario that I've proposed, mm-hmm. you would uh, pick. Uh, who who could I take in a fight? You would pick Ghostface Killer over the shark. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not jump. I'm not jumping out of that. No, boat. me neither. I'm no. staying in a little boat, and I'm fighting those teens and feeding them to the shark. I put one foot on one side of the little boat. I put the other foot on the other side of the little boat, and I kind of move back and forth just to get Ghostface like off kilter a little bit and then he sort of like daffy ducks goes whoa 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 and then falls in the ocean and that's all that that's all i need to do okay He's so not coming back. so sam takes ghostface killer bobby takes door number three and throws the <laughs> throws ghostface killer into the ocean and then the shark puts on the mask <gasps> scream six and then it's scars <laughs> Way to think outside the the boat, Bobby. I like it. I like it. The second best show appreciates all your feedback. And if you'd like to uh, tell us how wrong we are, tell us about your favorite cryptid, tweet at us at the second bests, email us, go to our website, check out our Instagram. We're everywhere. Semifinals. Our theme for the semifinals is which is more likely to be real. So two matchups. Which one of these is more likely to be real? We have the drop bears from down under (laughs) versus the Mothman. Since drop bears have a documented history of being completely fabricated. Well, let's put that aside, right? For for Mm -hmm. argument's sake, let's just put the history aside. Just, Just thinking about these in a vacuum. You think that there might be a strain of drop, that there is a cousin of koalas that evolved over over the years to become bloodthirsty killing machines from the air. Yeah, or perhaps somewhere along the line there may have been a carnivorous marsupial who mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh maybe it's like uh you know they had a uh, elastic skin and they could fly like a <laughs> flying <laughs> squirrel or just dead drop on you. So, uh hypothetical uh koala killing machines versus the long beach dentist the the periodontist from long beach uh mothman uh dr mothman um who louis mothman dds dr moth and mr man (laughs) yes (laughs) who goes around trying to warn people of upcoming bad events but nobody will listen um more likely to be true Oh God, I don't, I don't want to, the implication of this is already giving me some heartburn, but the more, the, the more likely to be true between, between drop bears and Mothman is drop bears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the, you know, like giant red eyed 
you know, humanoid, mm-hmm. bipedal, flying insect, insectman, <laughs> um, I think is a harder sell mm-hmm. that they're real to some effect. I think it's drop bears. It's got to be drop bears. I can't believe that we're. I'm loving this. I'm loving it. <laughs> drop bears. Drop bears takes it. Takes it. Drops it. <laughs> They're gonna go all the way. All the <laughs> way. All right. <laughs> Very quickly, before we go to the second matchup uh, in the semifinals, can I tell you? Two animals that used to be cryptids, but are now known to be real life animals. Ooh, please do. Okay, so stories about this giant lizard on an island in Indonesia started in the 1700s. In 1910, someone caught and killed one. But then after that, W. Douglas Burden went to the island to capture a live one. He returned to New York City with a few dead specimens and not one, but two live ones. It is the Komodo dragon. Ooh, nice. They live on the Komodo Island in Indonesia. Well, isn't that lucky? Secondly, um, so the first description of this animal by a European uh, was uh, made by Amerigo Vespucci in 1499 when he was traveling along the southern course. <laughs> traveling along the southern coast of Australia. Uh, He described it as a monstrous beast with the head of a fox, the hands of a man, the tail of a monkey, and a bag that is used to carry its young. It remained a cryptid until 1770 um, when a few live ones were caught and brought back to Europe. And that animal is the kangaroo. Let's hear for the kangaroo. Do kangaroos freak you out? I love kangaroos. I don't know. They seem like they could really kick my ass. They're all like buff. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be near one. They could punch the shit out of you. Yeah. I've recently had the pleasure of petting a kangaroo. It was quite- Oh, that sounds adorable. Quite fun. Quite adorable. Was it nice? It was. Oh, oh, yeah. It was It was kind of- Yeah, yeah it was nice. Um, and uh, um, it did not give a shit about me at all. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to Kangaroo Cast. Now, Ori, this question's for you. Would you rather go up against a kangaroo or a drop bear? One kangaroo, three drop bears. Three drop bears in a trench coat. <laughs> I would go up against a the, the drop bears, 100%. Yeah, little things have more, like, attack vectors, right? Like, they can be hiding in and amongst things that you wouldn't expect. Also, I mean, I guess, like, extrapolate that out, right? Like, a swarm of bees, I might fight one kangaroo than be attacked by an entire swarm of bees. I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> Second matchup. What do we got? It is Slenderman versus the Jersey devil rookie on the court versus the veteran. Mm, that's true. Jersey devil's been MVP a couple of years. Slenderman's rookie of the year. Yeah. So most likely to be real the creature itself or like the entirety of its mythos the creature itself i would i would you 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 have to go that way because otherwise it falls apart many of these have yeah 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 this is a tough one this is a tough one this is an official second best show this tough is, one. yeah they're all tough ones <laughs>
uh, I think if we kind of like to took the the gritty real like world example, like Slender Man, uh, there's nothing funny about what that would be. That would literally be a creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Like the real life, yeah, the, the the yeah, like uh, or something smart enough to just dis- like disguise itself as. Oh, that's even freakier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ooh, um, and then Jersey Devil would be kind of like a chupacabra type of thing, right? Where, like a demented Care Bear. That would be like a drop bear. It literally has the word bear in its name, Sam. Care Bear drop, <laughs> and they drop on their prey, yeah. and then they devour them. That's classic, <laughs> classic, classic Care Bear. Care, classic Care Bear. Yeah. It's like what is it? What are all the Care Bears like? Sunshine Bear. Mall Spike Fang. Oh, yeah. and then you yeah. get like Drop Bear, and he's like over in the corner. No one like kind of like <laughs> talks to him. They're like, well, by day we <laughs> teach people about the power of love and friendship and doing the right thing, um, and at night, you know, we feed. Like, what's that sound in the attic? We don't go up there. <laughs> That's where Drop Bear lives. <laughs> Okay, I do. You guys have a vote here. Do you, are you guys anywhere near a vote between Slenderman and Jersey Devil? Which one is more likely to be real? I think I'm leaning more towards uh, Slenderman. Yep, I'll go with Slenderman. It's unanimous. Jersey Devil get fucked. <laughs> it's Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman. Slenderman. Uh, creeps his way. To the finals. Slenderman. Bobby Slenderman. I'm trying to just, yeah, Bobby Slenderman. Takes it. Classic takes it. Just classic. <laughs> just a classic takes it. All right, guys, we got our finals. But before we get, before before we, we battle it out between Drop Bears, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and Slenderman, I've got a game. Would you guys want to play a game? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I've got a game for you guys this week. I think last week uh, we enjoyed the cup or no cup. And this week I've got... Who uh, who won, by the way? I can't remember. Cup or no cup. Ori won that one. Yep. He won it by one point. We should keep a leaderboard. <laughs> Just to cleanse the palate, we're going to talk today or play a game. Uh, is this a real comic book character or not? I love this. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some comic book character names and uh, backgrounds at you, and you guys tell me um, if they were real or not. And this this can this can get pretty obscure. Um, are you guys ready? I'm very excited for this. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go. So first up here is Asbestos Lady. Real or not real? I'm going not real. I don't want this to be real. I'm I'm saying not real. Asbestos lady, real. Ooh, asbestos lady. She she made the suit. Um, it she she wanted immunity against the human torch. So she's a fantastic four. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh no, it's my nemesis, mesothelioma mesothelioma man, <laughs> and his army of lawyers. <laughs> yeah, Mothman, Mothman, and Mothman. Yeah. So, all right, one one. That was like when Big Asbestos they wanted some. That's right. They wanted some play, <laughs> they wanted, so they bought. They, wanted, some some, they wanted some of that Marvel dough. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next one, Matter Eater Lad. True or false? 
Uh, I'm going to go nuts and no go. Matter eater lad. I'm going to say it's real. It's too bizarre not to be real. It is real. DC Comics, 19, 1962. A There's a picture of him eating a gate. There's too much acid flying around <laughs> those days. Who knows? You got like 50 years worth of, or 100 years worth of comics to write or whatever. I mean. Um, they can't all be winners. There's going to be some clunkers, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up. You guys ready? Yeah. Bob Dylan. Bo- just just Bob is this Dylan. A guy- okay, so just like, has Bob Dylan ever been in a comic? As, well, is as- this a guy named Bob Dylan? No, or no, is no. this like... The, the Bob Dylan uh, featured uh-huh. in a comic as a comic hero villain. Uh, acoustic Bob Dylan or electric Bob Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say not real. I'm going to say real. Not real. Son of a bitch. Oh, Yes. All right, here we go. You guys ready for the next one? <laughs> uh, this one is happens to be my favorite one. Dog welder. He okay. He punishes criminals by welding a dog to their face. Dog welder. I don't want this to be real. I was just hoping it was like a dog, and his trade was. Welding. That's what I thought. I thought it was. A- and then by night, he was seeking justice with his torch and helmet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Real. Not real. Appears in DC's Section 8 comics. There's some weird shit in <laughs> the DC verse. Wow. You just have to watch Doom Patrol if you want proof. All right, here we go. Next one. Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. That's real. It's got to be real. Yeah, it's real. That's yes. Real. So this is disturbing. He is real. He's mostly silent. He has no face except for a hole that opens up. Whenever he delivers a Pepsi, cryptid. <laughs> I was saying, that definitely sounds um, like a. Cryptid. Was this a tie-in with PepsiCo? It had to have been. Yes, Pepsi. It had yes. to have been. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So it's it's Slenderman, Pepsi Man, twenty twenty four. Get your votes in. <laughs> Get your tickets for Slenderman v Pepsi Man. <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrendous. Um, okay, here's another one. Capital A. Capital A. I'm just saying like an anthropomorphic capital introduced A. Introduced by Wonder Comics as an answer to Captain America. Capital A. Mm. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna, That sounds like some off-brand nonsense. I'm going to say real, yeah. It is false. <sighs> there is no such thing as Wonder Comics. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to write that comic. All right. Um, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yes. Yeah. Incorrect. Ooh. Guitar-wielding superheroes that also roller skate. I, yep. I, I, I wanted it to be, is it, like, is one of them rock and one of them roll? Yes. Yeah. And they roller skate. I was just thinking they gave Kiss a bunch of yeah. comic books and shit. And I was like, that's gotta be one. That sounds. Yeah. Th- this one's, and- <laughs> yeah, this one's, this one's hard. This is, this is, turns out, yeah, it's harder than I thought it would be. Um, Penny Plunderer. Penny Plunderer. Mm, That's when I want to be real, but. Yeah. I'm going to say real. I want it to exist. I'm going to say real. It is real. He's a Batman villain. He commits crimes centered around pennies. Okay. All right. Last one. Let's see if you guys can get this one. 
I scream. He can turn into any flavor of ice cream. This is the the type of bonkers ass lame shit that that would come out and then be gone, like you know, in a couple of issues. I'm gonna say it's real. I want to say I want it to be like a gritty '90s like image comic, and like <laughs> the ice cream dude is just like fucking shredded, and he's got like two Uzis in his hands and like fucking double swords. <laughs> um, his flavor's death. Um, I'm gonna say real. Uh, you're saying it's real, and you're right. Yeah, um, 1973 X-Men. He's a mutant. Um, he's the first of two ice cream-themed mutants. Guess what the other one is? Guess what the other one is? Soft serve. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's the lamest shit I've what ever heard. He <laughs> so ice cream was born a mutant. And at an early age, discovered he had the amazing ability to turn into a flavor ice cream, any flavor ice cream he wished. One day, Ice Cream decided to destroy the X-Men since their powers made him look stupid. I think his powers make his powers look stupid. Yes. Um, the, yeah. So, so, by the way, so soft serve for anyone who is curious. Wow. He has literally um, the ability to poop ice cream. Got it. Canonical ice cream shitting superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a mutant who's at like Xavier's school for the gift. And he's like, they got a lot of birthday parties. You know what I'm saying? And ice cream budget gets expensive. <laughs> Professor X is like, how would you like a job right here at Xavier's school for the gifted? <laughs> this ice cream is delicious. Where did it come from? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a, at a comic panel right now with um, soft serve. And there's a speech bubble in which she, says, no, Professor Xavier, I poop ice cream. I poop ice cream better than anyone. Um, I I could just, like you said, Sam, like the, the, the gallery, right? You've got like Rogue, Storm, Cyclops, right? And then like Bob Dylan, or, you know, like Man E, or, um, sorry, like Pepsi Man or something. God, Pepsi Man sounds, really, I mean, that sounds bonkers. Like, Pepsi Man killing you sounds terrifying. Terrible. You ever seen Maximum Overdrive? I have seen Maximum Overdrive. Yes. Where the vending yes, machine yes, kills the yes. guy. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what Pepsi Man will do to you. You guys, he has a hole in his face that opens up whenever he delivers a Pepsi. Boom. <laughs> just like, ah! It just boom, kind of like. Boom, boom. <laughs> oh shit, my quarters, my quarters got stuck. Hang on a second. Project like projectile like throws it at you from his face like yeah there's like a hard ass aluminum can coming at you at like ninety five miles an hour <laughs> classic foom sound the onomatopoeia on the page yeah. foom <laughs> give me a gritty reboot of that anyways that was comic book character or not comic book character all right we're at our finals we're in the finals guys get psyched. It's psyched. Um, I'm crypt. No, no. <laughs> my my cryptids are hard. <laughs> yeah, no. no, I know you're not going to use it, but it's it's good. <laughs> we'll be crowned the cryptid keeper, king of the cryptids. Drop bears versus Slenderman. So, just so, <laughs> this is a this is no theme. No theme. Just head head heads up match. Head to head. Now between these two. 
a slender man and a drop bear, who wins? So demented Care Bears versus... Mm -hmm. Guy pretending to still have a job. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I freelance consult. (laughs) I do some, you know... Have you heard of the blockchain? Oh. <laughs> you guys, you kids want to go see Dave Matthews? <laughs> NFTs are the future. You kids want to go to Bonnaroo? Well, actually, it stands for non-fungible token. <gasps> we're bobbing in. We're weaving in and out. I know. I know. I know. I was so, going- so far, we've got, we've got, uh, hippie uh hippie concert goer that uh tapes like fish concerts um and we've got um wall street douchebag who's trying to sell nfts yeah i think it's the suit this speaks to our original point about slender man which is he is whatever you bring to the table literally faceless yeah but to to the point <laughs> he could be pepsi man he could be pepsi man you wouldn't know how would you know <laughs> Slender Man, Pepsi Man, and when he gets the kids around him, he's like, would you like an ice-cold beverage? It's like, oh, fuck. Come on. Pepsi Man. Son of a bitch bastard. It's gonna gonna come at you fast. Just watch watch your face. It's gonna come at you fast. Hold on. I'm I'm gonna shoot it at the ground. just, Just clear. Make space. Make space. Oh, I'm a spooky slender man. Would you like a Pepsi? Seriously, back up. <laughs> I'm going to foom. <laughs> I'm going to foom. <laughs> it's actually, you know what? I think I have it, you guys. Slender man is, um, is, is really Pepsi. Is really Pepsi man that was fired. From the PepsiCo about two weeks ago, but he won't tell Miss. He won't tell Mrs. Mm. Mrs. Pepsi Man, Slender Woman. Yep, he slimmed down because he's not yeah. drinking all the soda. Well, he did. It's just all the water weight. Yeah, he's it just falls right <laughs> off. He's he's thumbed all of his Pepsi's, so he's a lot. He's a lot thinner. Um, thinner man? No, Slender Man. So yeah, sl- that's the origin of Slender Man. We've we've uncovered it. So, okay, my going into this, what is inspiring my winner is I think there's probably a percentage of people that I'm uncomfortable with that would believe the myth about drop bears. I thought you were going to say Slender Man. I'm surprised. I totally thought you were going to say Slender Man. Twist! Well, we already know there's a percentage of people who believe that shit. Yeah, maybe I, I'm projecting. I want these adorable cart, you know, man-eating bears to be real. Okay, I'm going drop bears uh, again. Twist. I I felt like you were going slender. You guys, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. I'm back on. Yeah, we we coupled back yep. up at the station, yeah. and now it's like all aboard because we're taking off. <laughs> I'm back on the same train. Second best cryptid is drop, drop bears. bears. Yeah. Look, sometimes there's upsets on the bracket, and here we are. You guys said that he's barely encrypted. Bear? Yeah, that's that's my leading thing, because sometimes <laughs> barely. barely. <laughs> if this bracket upsets you as much as it upsets us, then drop Ew. us a line 
at thesecondbestshow.com. There you can find uh, past winners, past brackets, our socials, uh, and tons of other goodies. Uh, So check it out, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.